Hey guys, just before this episode starts, I did want to let you know there's a couple audio issues towards the end of the episode. We're testing out a new mic, so just give us some time. We'll figure it out eventually. All right, enjoy the episode. And he summarizes my thoughts on this whole scene, which is just two guys having some whiskeys. This week on Scarabee, Creep is on the couch as we get into the psyche of a serial killer. session of Scarapy. I am your Scarapist, Dr. Trevor Brown, joined with me this time, the man who picked the movie, Zach Singer. My brown sauce boy. <laughs> oh, brown sauce. It's never going to get old. Uh, have you had brown sauce? It's not that good. Um, it's a real thing. I know you think it's a joke. I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck you. I got a picture somewhere on Facebook. In ye olden times. Is that the trade of the week? It is about to be. <laughs> Hold on to next week, baby! Alright, so this week we are reviewing the movie Creep, um, which is a found footage film that the man who hates found footage picked. I'm going to argue to the day you die in about 30 days <laughs> of diabetes that this is not a found footage movie. I mean, it is. It is, but I'm going to argue that it's not. <laughs> okay. Besides that one admission that is not recorded. <laughs> so, some general info on the movie. Creep came out June 23rd, 2015 um, on Netflix. It came out a year earlier at some like indie film festivals. Did you just say it came out and then it came out earlier? Yeah. That just means it came out before that and you're an asshole. Limited release, national release. Thank before. you. The difference is exactly what you said, so fuck you. <laughs> so it was nationally released June 23rd, 2015. Perfect. Yes. What's the rating on Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know, like a 65? 90. Really? 90%. I'm surprised. I liked this movie, to be mm-hmm. fair. I picked it. We'll go over this a lot, because he's going to give me a lot of shit for, mm-hmm. for this. But I liked this movie, and it was not a 90-worthy the Batman, that's a 90. Oh, we can talk about Batman all you want. Yeah, hit me up on my other podcast called I Don't Own a Podcast, but I'm going to talk about Batman.com. <laughs> uh, it has a runtime of 77 minutes. Batman was like three hours, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, this movie. It had a budget? It's got to be like $4, right? You ready for this shit? Yeah. $7 million. Really? Yeah. Well, when did this come out? You just said? 2015. That prime the league moment, you don't know what the league is. No, I have no clue. That's right around there, I think. So Mark Mark Duplass is pretty banging right now. And I couldn't find any info on box office because it released yeah. nationally on Netflix. Yeah, you already said yeah. through context clues. There's no box office. Hey, on this. I'm doing my shit. Hey, <laughs> I don't think you know how things work. This is why I'm here. <laughs> to be bad at your job. Uh-huh. Nailed it. All right, ten, 10 listeners, let's do this. We are actually doing a live show right now. All of our all of our listeners are here. <sighs> Nailed it. They're being uh, real quiet right now because they're all microphone shy. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Or not here. <laughs> all right, it is directed by Patrick Bryce, 
who also stars in the movie as Aaron. Um, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I actually thought it was Duplat Brothers. No, surprisingly, yeah. yeah. So the cast is Patrick Bryce. <clears throat> oh my god. Yeah, take, take a shot of whiskey, that'll help. I hope, I really hope that clink of that glass and how bad that hurt your mouth just got on this audio forever. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna cut it. The fuck you are. Uh, okay. So, the cast is Patrick Bryce and Mark Duplat. Um, and also a woman. It is, that's actually Mark Duplat's wife. Is it? She's on the league as well. Yeah, she plays, uh... Steve Randazizi's wife in the league. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. Um, Perfect. <laughs> so I... The shittiest one of the bunch from that show, probably. I like his comedy. It's fine. Didn't he get in a bunch of trouble for being a douchebag? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But so did you, and look where you're at. I didn't get in trouble, I'm just a douchebag. This is... I no, am not this, this is your punishment. At worst. <laughs> Wait till the treat of the week, so are you. <laughs> so, the plot of this movie is Aaron answers an online ad, drives to a stranger's home to film him for a day, um, and he wants to make a movie for his unborn child. Pretty creepy, but, but well, I guess I want to preface, because I'm going to say this a lot, I'm certain, that this scene is creepy, I'm going to keep saying that. <laughs> every scene and every time you have an interaction with this guy, yeah. with Mark Duplass, who we don't know his name yet in the movie, is legitimately just like, if you just look back on it, it's, man, what a creep. What a fucking weirdo. It's every scene and it's fantastic. Some might say he doesn't belong there. Get out of here. <laughs> don't remember if it's Radiohead or Coldplay now, but uh, I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. I don't belong here. I don't know that song, but <laughs> I like the movie. Couldn't get the get the rights to the movie. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some questions here. First question: Genuinely curious about this. How did you hear about this movie? A hundred percent. I stumbled onto it on Netflix yeah. and I was like, "Hey, it's that guy from the league." Because I was really into the league when it first came out. And there's two of them, and I watched both, and they're fantastic. Yeah, I really like both these movies. Um, I actually. One summer, set out to watch every horror movie on Netflix. How'd that go? Uh, I Not got, well. I got to like F. That's in, way in better than I expected. But um, I thought you'd be like, I watched three movies and then I, I shit my pants. No, man, I, I watched probably about seven movies a day. Uh, Good God! For what two months. life do you have? Uh, no life. Perfect. Nailed it. It was freshman year of high school summer. That is a sad story. <laughs> uh, and then it was just you know, on the list, so. Great movies. Um, I've actually mentioned them to a bunch of people who say they love horror, and Zach is the first person to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, really? That's surprising. Because they are fantastic mm -hmm. movies, like... I don't love anything. <laughs> and at best, this movie is good. But I do enjoy them. So, I guess I, I'm gonna double back on the budget here. Uh, the budget was seven million. Doesn't mean they used it all. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. That turtleneck is swanky as fuck. You know how many turtlenecks it costs? It's Gucci, man. It is. And I don't know if you caught this, but he's wearing like workout shorts or uh -huh. bicycle shorts that have a built-in zipper fanny pack. That's got to be at least like seven million. Yeah, but it's on the ass though, so it's extra. 
Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's some money jeans right there. Uh, second question. How does it feel liking the found footage movie, Zach? That's not a found footage movie, so that's fine. Literally is. Literally not. Huh? It is a footage movie that is introduced. Uh-huh. That's so it's a, a found footage movie. Mm, they didn't find it. It was placed into the world on purpose. Not admitting it. <laughs> you ask as many times as you want. It's not <laughs> happening. Okay. You got your one. Just know that I know. I know that you're a fuckboy. <laughs> uh, and the last question. Would you film a random man for a day for $1,000? I mean, I've done it for free, but would I? On, on air, no. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to press pause. Uh, DM me. We'll talk. We'll talk numbers. <laughs> you um, can DM me at... Pod, baby. Baby, if any of them work, I don't know. I've never got a message. They all work. Perfect. I've gotten messages. Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. All from old men asking me to film them for a day, funnily enough. Ooh, shout out Roulette now. <laughs> got a little older these days, I guess. Who stole my fucking username? <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Uh, Alright, so let's get into this movie. Uh, so we, we open on March 21st, 2012. We meet Aaron, a freelance videographer, going to meet his newest client, who has a cabin up in the mountains. I didn't really get Aaron's story, like, kind of the whole time. Like, he was obviously, like, hard up for cash was his thing, and mm-hmm. he has a camera. It, it almost just seemed like he was, uh, was it Task Rabbits? Where just, you pay someone to do a job? Mm-hmm. Like, just, he's just like, yeah, I need money, I'll do this. Porn, nailed it. <laughs> uh he actually does joke about, like, oh, maybe it's this hot older woman who just needs some affection. So maybe he was in the mood for some porn. We don't know. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, this guy doesn't do a lot for me. And there's one scene where he really just, by the end of the scene, I'd like, I hate this character. I didn't know he's a director. Yeah. I really hated him. And he didn't get much better. Mm-hmm. But Mark Duplaw just fucking saves the shit out of this movie. And there's something that I'll tell you uh, after the movie that I think might make a little bit more sense for that. Hit it, baby. Um, listen till the end. Uh, Nobody's <laughs> gonna do that. Not even Nobody me. has yet. Not even me, and I'm editing this That's fucking show. Right. Uh, so, Aaron got this job through an online ad offering $1,000 for a day of filming with discretion. You get it. Uh, so, porn. Um, 100. <laughs> So he pulls up to the house and walks up a very long flight of stairs. Fuck that. Like, comically long? Yeah. <laughs> and they, they bring it up in a, like right after the scene, how long these stairs are. And I don't understand it. They're like, we're going to build this house in the woods on top of the trees. <laughs> you need a helicopter to get to this house. Yeah, so he, he knocks on the door and gets no answer. So he decides to call, and he still gets no answer. So he says, safe to wait in the car, I think. So he goes back down to his car, and he's filming the area after zooming in on an axe that's lodged into a tree. And I do want to hit, his car is a real piece of shit, yellow, whatever, yeah. that just... At first I was like, why is he just sitting in this taxi? <laughs> Not a taxi, it's just like a Pinto. It's a yellow 96 Cherokee. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn! Um, then, yeah, we cut to Aaron back in his car, where he says, you know, I don't think this guy's showing up before we get this movie's first jump scare. Um, and it is only the first of, like, three or four. It's not a ton. Three or four, yeah. 
But I will say I don't like, I don't think, any of the jump scares. I think, in general, I don't like them. I think they're annoying. But in this one, they're just pretty whatever. But for the character, it actually works really well. I don't know. I like one. We'll get to it. Yeah, though. you'll have to remind me, I guess. So, jump scare. The man is right outside the car window, and he goes, hi! Um, Super peppy, by the way. Oh, he's so excited. Uh, his name is Joseph. This is Mark Duplass' character. He is also the father of our Lord and Savior. David Bell. <laughs> Studio 666 in the theaters now. They have not seen it. We should. I want to. We'll live tweet it because nobody else will be in that theater. <laughs> so Joseph says, Oh my god. This is going to be a good day. This is going to be a great day. And this is this guy's... Like, through the entire movie, mm -hmm. he is so happy, mm -hmm. and it's fantastic. Um, and then he says, you know, I'm, re I'm really happy you're here, Aaron. You have a nice, kind face. Which, that's definitely how you start an interaction. Um, and then Aaron gets out of the car, and Joseph says, we should just do this now, because at the end of the day, it's going to be normal. And then he just hugs him. Just goes right in. Uh, he is already wearing the turtleneck and butt fanny pack zipper pants. So Aaron is welcomed in as Joseph first shows some fruit paintings of bears that he says he made when he was younger uh, with his dad. They're mediocre paintings at best. Also, like, pretty unprompted. He's just like, yeah, man, I do finger <laughs> paintings when I'm, when I'm tired. Uh, and then they get started. Joseph says, first of all, he's a cancer survivor, but two months ago, it came back in his brain, a tumor the size of a baseball. Really hitting the feels. And he's gonna die. But he wants to make a video uh, for his kid to remember him by. His unborn child, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he also says his wife is six months pregnant. Gets it, yeah. Um, and he says, uh, Aaron, I want you to film everything. Don't um, make me look cool. This is a all or nothing shot. Yeah, so I, I want him to see me as me. I, and I like that because they do they do cut a few times here and there, but more like during travel. Yeah. And the rest is like just random filming. And I, I want to get to that after we finish too, because there's... Oh, I got some real things to <laughs> shit on for some of this camera work, okay. if that's what we're going to get on. Uh, kind of, yeah. All right. So Aaron says, you know, I'm, I'm up for it. Let's do it. Joseph says... Oh, I'm so happy. I, I thought you'd run away and then hugs him again. Um, <laughs> we didn't we didn't go the banger out of you punching the table. You piece of I'm shit. I'm sorry, I'm fidgety. So yeah. Uh, well, what happened there? <laughs> With two pages back in my notes. What the hell's wrong with you? Uh, so yeah, Aaron says, you know, I'm up for it. Let's do it. And Joseph says, you know, oh my god, I thought you were gonna run away and hugs him. Kind of weird, but. It's Again, fun. every scene with this guy feels just like a little off. Yeah, Even, I, I like, really like that. It, it's 100% the point, mm -hmm. and if like on the second watch you feel it so much harder once you've seen the movie. Yeah, but it is just like, man, this guy is a fucking creep. He's a weirdo. <sighs> Better audio. <laughs> Take your fucking phone off the table. <laughs> It's fucking like 10 minutes in, we got three banger audios in yeah, here already. Yeah, this is a small town murder. Oh, shout out to my boy, that one guy. <laughs> okay. So, Joseph then just gives him the whole thousand dollars up front and says, this isn't business anymore, it's a partnership. 
again, just kind of being a creep, being a weirdo. Ah! Ayo, this guy. Um, I think it's more so like to show that he doesn't really care about the money. Yeah, and they get more into that later. Yeah. So then he says, all right, I'm going to go get in the tub, and then runs upstairs. I love this scene, because <laughs> Aaron is just like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, the tub? As anybody should <laughs> react to a grown man yelling, well, I'm going to get in the tub. Yeah. Come follow me with your camera, boy. Yeah, so he, he runs upstairs, which is a really weird staircase. It, like, turns twice on the way up. Weird staircase, but, like, more him, because when... He's always excited, yeah. and he's always just running towards something. That through, I, I've seen both these movies, like both of them, the same thing. He's just like, I'm gonna do something, and just runs at it, yep. and that's it. He's fucking gone. Yeah, so he basically like jumps up the stairs, pretty. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, and Aaron's like the tub, just goes, yeah, follow me. Yep. I mean, he's like, all right. You have a thousand dollars. You do whatever this man says for the next question mark. <laughs> so Aaron walks into the bathroom. As Joseph is midway going full ding dong and says, it's okay, it's gonna get a lot weirder today. Oh, yeah. Uh, As all thousand dollars transactions do. Now, in this movie, we do not see his ding dong. Not on this one. Creep um, 2 for illicit things. <laughs> yeah, Creep 2, we get a little bit of ding dong. It's more than a little bit. I know. It is full frontal. Um, and then we cut to Aaron. Uh, I don't know if he's standing or, like, sitting on the toilet. So, I'm going to hit on it now, because it comes up several times in the movie, and, like, one scene where I laugh for, I don't know, seven hours about. <laughs> the camera seems like it's attached to his head, because you're, you're getting a straight POV, and they're, like, and when I get to the scene, I'm, like, I'm going to hammer it really hard, because you can really feel it. You can't tell kind of where it's at sometimes, where if it's supposed to be him holding a camcorder yeah. at any level, or it's supposed to be from his view. Mm-hmm. But they do they do a really good part, a really good. I can't think of the word because I'm drunk, but they do a really good job keeping the camera in general like this is from a camera angle, but they don't explain the angle very well like it seems like he's got this thing glued to his head but there are so many parts where it's like that's not what this would be happening right now i don't know right. if it's explained okay. very well um but it so, bothers so me basically what you're saying is like they do a good job of showing that it's from a camcorder they just don't do a good job of conveying where the camera is yeah because it, it seems like they put it on his glasses and that's his camera and that's definitely not the case okay yeah i this isn't fucking demonic. And they don't have demonic money. <laughs> they don't have demonic money, you're right. I've got more than $4, thank you. So, Joseph is in the tub uh, with lit candles. Yeah, super weird, but again, just this guy being a creep. Uh, he's talking to the camera, saying him and his dad would do tubbies all the time, which is them um, being in the tub together and taking a bath together. It's also um, molestation. Yes. Also Teletubbies. Tinky you said the same thing twice there. Yes, I did. <laughs> so, um, and he wants his kid to know what it's like. And he says that they're calling their kid Buddy. So he refers to the kid as Buddy every time. And throughout, and I don't know how in-depth you're going to, how in-depth are you going to this scene? Because I need to know before I start railing on it. I've got a little bit. This whole scene, he is pretending he has a child. To the point where he lifts him up, oh, yeah. 
puts him in the bath. He's making faces. He's making like oh weird sounds. Mm-hmm. He's playing with his kid, and the, essentially in his mind, he's naked with a child. Yeah, super weird. And he's uh, a creep. He's a weirdo. Ah. <laughs> and so he proceeds to mime washing a child, um, and then they kind of like lay back, and he puts a like a washcloth on his chest to I assume simulate. The Child's warmth. It's supposed to be the kid like laying on him. Yeah, like, and then he starts talking to him. Yeah, he's right pretending here. to brush his hair. Uh, and he's kind of like moaning a little yeah. bit. Super creep. Again, just, <laughs> I can't say it enough. This guy is just a fucking creep. Man, they should have named the movie that. I don't think so. I think the actual name of the movie is better, which is The League Prequel Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> that doesn't work. We'll get back to it. <laughs> so. Um, and then he looks over at one of the candles and goes, you like the fire? What? That line. And he says, we'll watch it together. Shh. Shh. Like he's petting a horse. Um, <laughs> As you're one to do. <laughs> and then uh, we cut to Joseph looking at Aaron while he's still in the bathroom and says, uh, I can't stop thinking about the last months of my life being filled with sadness and pain. Which, I think beforehand, like when they first met, when they talk about cancer, he goes, how long do you have left to live? And he's like, months. At best. Yeah. So, he's given the super feels to Aaron. Yeah, so pretty much exactly, I should have went more in depth than that. Piece of Uh, shit. I know. So pretty much exactly what he says is uh, two months ago, doctor said I had two to three months to live. is, Is what he says. So, you know, we're getting there. Um, and then he, he, he looks at Aaron and says, you know, why wait? Talking about how he could end it all right now. Then he sinks fully into the tub, um, like fully submerged underwater, like Nancy when Freddie gets her in the bathtub, <laughs> um, before Aaron's like, hey, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Joseph? And he like hovers over while Joseph is underwater. And this is where it seems like, again, it's on his face instead of being, like, a camera you'd be holding. So, yeah. like, in this scenario, you wouldn't be, like, over the over the tub, hand on camera. You'd be like, what the fuck's going on I right mean, there? either that or he's super motivated. Because Joseph did say film everything. It was a thousand bucks. He's not that fucking motivated. He's already paid. If this guy <laughs> kills himself, he gets to leave. <laughs> so, then Joseph pops up, um, trying to scare Aaron. Aaron freaks the fuck out. As you should. Yeah, and Joseph's like, oh, I, I was trying to, to lighten the mood, I'm sorry. <laughs> I definitely lighten the mood by being, yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Yeah, by, by pretending to commit suicide. Um, Shit, that is good. <laughs> I'll do it right now. Yeah. See this gun? <laughs> uh, then Joseph says, you know, why don't you go outside and get some fresh air? Um, and Aaron's like, okay. Then as he's walking away and down the stairs, um, Joseph yells to Aaron, you know, go get like a heavier jacket from my guest room because it's chilly out and I don't want you to get cold. Um, he goes to the closet. And now we and see the it, next main <laughs> character of the movie. It, it's behind like a curtain. It's not a door. Um, I assume just weird cabin stuff. Yeah. And so he pulls the curtain back face to face with this big ass wolf mask. Wolf. Scares Joseph. He falls to the ground. As you do when you're scared, by the way. Yeah. And he's, he's screaming, 
Normal screams. And then Joseph runs in. He's like, what happened? Uh, and then sees that the closet's open and that the mask is there. And he goes, oh, that's just Peach Fuzz. Yep. <laughs> the movie's second and a half character. Yes, exactly. Um, it, it is just straight up a, a wolf mask. Yeah. But it's like not even, it's a good one, but it's also a piece of shit at the same time. Well, I mean, he says he bought it from the dollar store. I mean, yeah, it's definitely more than a dollar, but. The dollar tree. Oh, yeah, that could be anywhere from one to six hundred dollars. <laughs> so he says, this, this is just peach fuzz. Um, so I had peach fuzz. Um, peach fuzz is a friendly wolf that his dad created along with a song and a bad dance. It is both a bad song and a bad dance. Now, I did write down the song. Uh, oh, man. Uh, let's go ahead and preface this with it. Feels like it was made up on the spot. Definitely. <laughs> so the first line is, "Hello, my name is Peach Fuzz," and he does some really bad arm movements. It's really just like a jig. And it at lasts best. for entirely too long. Oh yeah, it's creepy. So, "Hello, my name is Peach Fuzz. I might look like I'll eat you up, but I'm as friendly as a rabbit, and I made, and I make a very good friend." Peach Fuzz, I am here, and there is nothing to fear. Yep. Fucking give me your crab hands. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. Yeah, so the whole time that he's singing that song, he is doing a very poor, um, almost interpretive dance, just going off of the words he's saying. And none of the words rhyme, so it's not a song. But that's fine. And then Joseph takes the mask off and finds matching like winter hats for him and Aaron. He goes, "Oh, twinsies." Yeah, you know. <laughs> Again, just fucking creepy. I can't express this enough. It's so uncomfortable. This whole fucking movie. Yeah. Like I think that's a, a really good thing that this movie does is we feel how uncomfortable Aaron is. A hundred percent. And just like. Uh... Frencho movie we watch. They don't. Demonic? Hear, yeah, demonic. <laughs> they do not use a score or a lot of music most of the time, mm -hmm. and it feels just very awkward. Like if you were standing in that room and be like, "I'm so uncomfortable." Yeah. How do I get out of this? <laughs> uh, the answer is always pull your dick out. Sorry, ladies. Uh, ding dong. I know what it said. <laughs> Don't so, correct me. It sickens me. And then we, we cut to them driving uh, to a trip. Yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all getting cut. It's fine. <laughs> so we cut to them driving to a trail. Joseph says... Um, but there's a legend about this trail, and it's called Las Aguas Milagros de Corazon. Of course. Which is the Miracle Waters of the Heart. That's, uh... Yeah, I could think of a funny nationality to say that in. Um, South Korean. North Korean. Korean. <laughs> Chorizo? No, no, I like Korean. <laughs> what was your Korean? We went two different ways. I thought 
careezing down the street in my six four. <laughs> oh, that's good too. We'll think, we'll, we'll think on this one. <laughs> uh, there's supposedly a body of water there that heals those who are pure of heart. Because of raisins. Yeah. I don't think it's a real legend. <laughs> oh, yeah? Sounds like another thing Joseph just made up. You have, who have seen the movie? Great job. <laughs> using context clues. Are you? Because it sounds like site. you're the Batman using all his detective skills. <laughs> it's justice. Vengeance. Um, they, they get out of the car and start walking down the trail before Joseph tells Aaron, be quiet. And he says he heard something, but none of us did. Just Aaron being a dick. Then they keep walking, and then Joseph just hard hard corner sprints off into the into the woods. <laughs> and I like that it's like it's literally just stop, turn, and just book it. Yeah. Fuck everybody else around him. He pivots. It's really <laughs> pivot. It's real good. Uh, and Aaron just kind of stands there for a second, zooms in on the woods, and goes, Joseph. <laughs> You good? Just, just walk away, man. <laughs> right? Away. I, I would have walked away. You I got paid. Have. It don't matter. Um, then Aaron eventually follows in uh, before Joseph pops up from behind a rock and scares him. Jump scare two. Three. Three. Beach buzz. Mm. Yeah. Right. He's <laughs> mad about it. Um, and then Joseph says, you need to see your face, and turns the camera, and Aaron is fucking angry. Ye old pissed. And then uh, gives the camera back to Aaron, and he says, that's what it feels like when you think you're gonna die. It, it's incredible. I love the way this guy talks through the whole movie. Everything is the best thing in the world. He's so poetic. He is really good at spitting these really awkward situations yeah. into just his own narrative. He just gaslights Aaron for, he, for a day. This is literally the job he has. Um, then says, for about two seconds, it looked like Aaron wanted to kill Joseph. There's an animal in you, Aaron. A little peach fuzz. <laughs> God damn. The worst name for this character, by the way. I love it. I fucking hated it. <laughs> Every time they say it, in both of them, it's like, can you stop? This is the best thing you could come up with? I, I like that it's just like... Yeah, um, it's Peach Fuzz. It, it doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense in these movies. So You're right. I'm sorry if horror doesn't have a good job of making a story. It really doesn't. Watch something good for once. Joseph then says, Hey, Aaron, will you answer this question honestly? And um, then they take their ding-dongs out. <laughs> now, um, when you saw that axe out front, was there a small part of you that thought I might kill you with it? Aaron says, yeah. Um, but I didn't know you then like I know you now. It's been like two hours, bro. It, it has been, but actually a really good scene. Because mm -hmm. they bring up this, again, just making you uncomfortable, bringing up the things that, hey, I don't want to, I didn't want to think about this, but you're making me. Yeah. And it's definitely like one of those things where, when he zooms in on the axe at the beginning, you're like, that's going to be important later, obviously. Right. And then they bring it up, and you're like, wait. Oh, I guess not. Yeah. I guess it was just an axe. Well, I mean, we all have cabin axes. I get it. <laughs> and so they keep walking. Then Aaron eventually sees a sign that says sewer pipeline. Then asks Joseph, do you remember like how we got here? Do 
like the way back? Joseph says no, but it doesn't matter. We got to keep going. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, then he goes, "Holy shit!" and just starts running again. Yep, he's just eh, fuck it, book it. And I, I think this is Joseph's way of like keeping Aaron intertwined in what's happening and not letting him think about things. Yeah, much. yeah, oh, 100 percent. Because like anytime he takes a minute, he just goes to the next thing. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and give you the scarify spoiler here. Uh, Joseph is manipulating Aaron this whole time. 100. Um, he is creeping that boy. <laughs> He's making himself out to be a goddamn weirdo. God um, dang weirdo. So they come to a, a lookout point where Joseph sees a hole in the mountain shaped like a heart. Like perfectly heart shaped. He's never seen this before. Wink, wink, cough, cough. Yeah, he says, you know, this this is a miracle. That's what this is. It is, 100%. Then we get a montage of various water activities. Yes, they frolic in this heart-shaped... <laughs> they are not naked, surprisingly. They are fully clothed the men just dancing in um, this heart. And it, Joseph carves J plus A into a rock. Super creepy. And a, a really bad heart. It is. Well, I mean, I get it. It's hard. He's using a rock to write on a rock. <laughs> Uh, and then he goes, you know what? I'm hungry. Let's go to a, a restaurant. I know this place nearby that makes the best pancakes. And they go to a restaurant called Billy Bears. This is the scene where I learned to fucking hate Aaron. Because really? his response to this whole scene is just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It, like, watch the scene. It's three minutes of Joseph being a fucking G. And Aaron just being like, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 okay. So Joseph offhandedly opens the menu and says, let's see what they, what, what's good here. Let's see what's good here. And Aaron's like, didn't you tell me your family's been coming here for years? I really like that. Because this is the first time where something's legitimately awry. Yeah. Like, the rest of it's just weird. Like, what the fuck? But like, Joseph just plays it off super well. He does. He goes, yeah, you know, they, they changed the menu. Uh, and then he just keeps keeps going. He doesn't address it further. Yeah. Right. Like, he... Gaslight's the perfect word, because he yeah. goes with the, the entire movie, but... He gets caught for just that quick second. Mm-hmm. He plays it off really well, but it's like, alright, I fucked up. And I'm pretty sure he even, like, looks up a little wide-eyed and goes, huh? Yeah. He do- yeah, he, he, he realizes what it is, because I don't think it's something that happens very often to him. Yeah, like, he, he, got, he got outplayed for a second, but he picked it back up. He did. Uh, and then while eating, Joseph asks Aaron, uh, have you ever done anything you're ashamed of? And then Aaron goes, I guess. I fucking hate this scene. And Joseph says, oh, will you share it with me? And then takes the camera. And Aaron says he used to pee his pants a lot. Uh, to the point where his mom bought a device that would beep when it felt moisture. Which, what shit parent is just like, hey, you already pee in your pants where it's super noticeable? Let me make an audible sound to fuck your life up. And wear it to school. Yeah. He goes to school and and he's playing on the playground and he has to pee but he doesn't want to leave. So he pees himself. The thing, the alarm starts blaring and he's just laying in a sandbox covered in pee and a loud alarm going off. We've all been there, but I don't know why you share that. I was there yesterday. Um, 
<laughs> I was gonna say today, but had a pretty good. Ah, oh, fuck! God damn it, Zach! <laughs> um, then Joseph goes, you know, can I have a turn? Aaron takes the camera back. He starts jerking him off. He'll reach around. Yeah, he'll reach around. No, so, and then Joseph pulls out his phone and shows Aaron pictures of him in his car and outside of Joseph's house, like when he was knocking on the door. Just sliding through photos yeah, of, of like, Aaron. Easily 10, 10 photos. Yeah, he's he's just snapping yeah. photos of this guy and walking he, up to his door. And he says, you know, I, I was nervous. I don't know why I did it. I thought maybe if I got to know you before you got to know me, I would, I would feel a little better and I wouldn't be as nervous talking to you. Um, it's like a really long pause right here where Aaron's just filming. Yeah, and... so, so he says, you know, I, I hope that we can move past this. Um, and then they just stare at each other for like 20 seconds. It's super long because like Aaron's just like, oh, I'm just filming. Yeah. And uh, Joseph's just waiting for like a real response. Yeah, and Joseph's not looking into the camera. He's looking at Aaron behind the camera. Yeah. And then Aaron goes, it's okay, man. It's a little weird, but yeah, it's, 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 I'm it's past weird, it. but I, I'm past it. Yeah. And Joseph, you know, oh my god, thank you. And then they he's, just, he's just building this guy up again. Like, yeah. It, it's a lot of that where he builds this guy up and then fucks with him and yeah. then builds him back up. You know, real sociopath shit. He goes back to eating his pancakes. Pancakes are good. Uh, not as good as waffles. Um, You're right. But I also never want to go to a Waffle House. I'd much rather go to an IHOP. Okay, than a waffle. hear me out though. Just make them at home. Make pancakes with a waffle iron so you have pancake flavored waffles. That's just a waffle. No, it's not. Yes, Taste it different. Mm. I have made both. They're the same mix. Okay, but cinnamon waffles? Ooh. Better than regular, right? You right. Throw some chocolate chips in there. Belgian style? That's just a thick waffle. Fire. It is, but I really hate when people are like, oh, that's such a different one. It's fucking Eggos. You know what I hate? When blueberry waffles are purple, instead of just having little blueberries in them. I just hate blueberry waffles. Oh. What, this what are we doing? I, I don't really give a fuck. I have really strong opinions about waffles, so. <laughs> that's all staying They used to call me the waffle stomper. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, cut to them going back up the stairs of the cabin and uh, we get a, a great... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it is like pitch black night now. Yeah, it's nighttime now. And it's these super long stairs, like to preface again. Because they walk up like halfway through yeah. and then they stop and... Yeah, and so we get a great shot of Joseph silhouetted by this like orange accent light outside the house. You really can't see his face. Standing above Aaron. Yeah. And it's pretty much just this big black mass, right? And Aaron says, uh, hey man, I, I think I'm actually gonna head out. Um, you know, uh, all my stuff is, I've got all my stuff, I gotta get back down the mountain. Mostly cause all these stairs are way too long. Yeah, and then Joseph just says, you know, uh, come on man, just come up for a drink, let's celebrate the day. He super awkwardly says, I was gonna pour you a whiskey. Yeah, I, I was gonna pour you a whiskey. Like, okay, <laughs> creep. Poured myself a whiskey in honor. Well, drink it faster. I know. <laughs> Well, sucks to suck, I guess. You're right. But this, the scene is, like, almost Joseph, like, pseudo. Shit, I have to drink. That's right. I was waiting for you to take a drink to say it. Uh, 
just like really goading him to get into the house because he's yeah. almost desperate. It seems like he's yeah, like you know just just one drink. Yeah, exactly. Just one drink, and then you can go. Yeah, it's it's almost awkward. Like this is really the first mm-hmm. time where it feels like no, 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 you can't leave. Yeah. It's, and, it's not just gaslighting, it's like almost begging. And this scene goes on for it's, a long Yeah, time. way longer than, like, we're probably not doing it justice. No, definitely not. Like, I would say it's at least a two minute long scene of Joseph just saying, you know, come on. Just what's going on, and like, hey, just come up, like, we're gonna have this drink, and then you can go. Yeah. And so, um, Aaron finally agrees. Joseph runs up the stairs, Aaron follows. Uh, and then as soon as Aaron gets to the top and, like, in the door, Joseph pops out from around a corner and scares him Another again. jump scare. Just uh, every time he builds this guy up, he shits on him. Fuck this guy. He shit <laughs> in his cereal. Like, I, I don't... Like, he explains, like, I just like to do this. It's fun. He, he lip services it, but it's not even good. It's yeah. just like, hey, I'm an asshole, but I'm dying, so you have to feel bad, bad for me. And then we cut to them sitting at a table, and Joseph summarizes my thoughts on this whole scene with one sentence. Just two guys having some whiskeys. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and spoil a little bit of the next movie. They do a very similar scene, and I watched this, both these movies with my wife, and we both said the same thing, <laughs> which is, nobody just talks like that. Just a couple of guys having some whiskey. I'm having a drink right now. I have it most nights, and I've never been like, well, just having a drink with buddy. Well, fuck me, because I'm going to Old Town West, right? <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Nobody talks like that. It, no. It really felt like he thought this is how people talked, which maybe that was the feel they were going for legitimately, yeah. but it was super awkward, and I would almost say creepy. <laughs> I don't know why that became the final countdown, but it did. <laughs> Every song you ever do just turns into the final countdown. It's true. I've only, I only know that one song. <laughs> uh, so then he says, you know, I, I had a great day. Uh, so and, now we're back to like super enthusiastic Joseph, by yeah. the way. Which never really left, but now he's back to like... Energy, energy, energy. Yeah, he is gung-ho. So he says, Aaron, wh- why did you take this job? Uh, Aaron admits it was for the money. Um, and he even says, I think, like, was it for the money or was it because you wanted the opportunity? Whatever. Gives him a couple options. Yeah, so he, he says, you know, Aaron, Aaron says, you know, it, it was a job. And Joseph goes, so it was for the money. Right. Uh, you have money problems, Aaron. Fuck you, dude. Don't ask me that. Super uncomfortable conversation again, but like kind of the same thing he's been doing yeah. where he's just like probes him a little too hard. And then Joseph kind of humble brags. He's like, you know, I've accumulated a lot of wealth over my life. I like a lot of wealth. Um, I want to give you some money. Yeah, he says, you know, after today, I want to give you some money. That's like straight out of the movie is I want to give you some money. Yeah. Again, Uh, something nobody really says. And then he says, uh, there's a check in your boot. (laughs) I love that scene. And Aaron's like, how the fuck? No, there's not. And Joseph goes, check. And Aaron goes to check, and while he's checking, Joseph goes, got ya. Um, you went to check, so you need money. There's a really good throwback to this in the second one, which I can't wait for you to see. You see, I've seen the second one. But you don't remember it. Not like, in about five years. Yeah, like, I had watched both of these for a long time. So when I watched them back to back, because I was super excited after the first one. Also, possibly high. <laughs> um, 
But there's a really good throwback that I really can't wait to talk about in the next one. Yeah. That just references this scene super hard. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really like that because he's like, it actually was a good argument. It's like, oh, well, you checked. You need the money, which anybody would have fucking checked. Yeah, and they're just good. Well, even if they didn't, they'd be like, there's no check in my boot. They get to the car, they're taking that fucking Oh, 100%. Off. Like, there's no chance. You're not like, where the fuck is this check? Yeah. You can go back and kill them afterwards. Take the money. Uh well, if you know how checks work. What is check? Explain. Uh, check, 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 check it out. <laughs> nailed it. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> End of podcast. So then they, they cheers. Um, but Joseph only puts his glass to his lips and doesn't drink it. Aaron downs the thing and Joseph watches him drink it. It, and it's really subtle. Like, you see him put it up, so you think he takes a sip almost. Yeah. But if you're really watching, you can see he doesn't at all. And you can see his eyes are not on the cup. They are on him. They are. He is watching the fuck out of this guy. And then Aaron gets up to leave. Uh, he leaves the camera on the table. Which I don't understand at all. This is where, like, I really start to hate a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Like, having in the latter half of the movie the camera work is really shitty and they did it for the scene not for the realis- realism yeah like it, it turns from like I'm filming this to the camera is here and it is a set piece yeah um, 100% and Aaron is cr- grabbing all the stuff putting his jacket on um, he doesn't even put his jacket on he goes to and he feels for his keys yeah he feels for his keys and he's like you see my keys which I really hate because it's like I don't know why he grabbed his jacket he grabs it with his hand and feels he doesn't have his keys, but, like, yeah. you'd put your jacket on before you notice that. Yeah. And he did. And so, um, Joseph goes, it's not, it's not your jacket. And then he, he looks for it for a couple seconds. Aaron's kind of running around, and Joseph, the whole time, she's like, well, I don't know, like, uh, it could be here, it could be here. Mm-hmm. Interrupted, so you fucking figure it out. Well, we're gonna have to cut those last, like, three minutes, because, yeah. uh, that's not the scene. <laughs> uh, we're not cutting any of this. That is brilliant. <laughs> Keep fucking going. Rewind. Yeah. So uh, you want to get the flashback real quick? <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's not the scene. So <laughs> what do we miss? Now I can't. We missed a whole big part. <laughs> I'm drinking and not looking at any notes. Yeah. You are directly reading from well, notes. I, I so. got super excited because I love that scene. It is super good for the most part. Um, well, I, I love the scene that comes before it and I just was thinking before it. You're an idiot. So, yeah. So Aaron gets up to leave and Joseph says, uh, I lied to you. Uh, I lied about Peach Fuzz. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. So this is while they're about to have a drink, or while they're... I think drinks are poured at this point, right? So this is after. So Aaron gets up, and then Joseph says it. Okay. Um, and then he says, you know, uh, I need you to promise to never tell a single soul about this. Um, uh, sit down and turn the camera off. And he actually says, like, sit down now. Yeah. Like, a little assertive. Uh, and then Aaron, like, closes the lens of the camera and keeps it on and just says it's off. Super weird, because he's clearly not that invested in this guy. He just wanted the money. Yeah, and I guess, like, there's potential for more money right now. Um, I guess, so. like, if you want to blackmail this guy. Yeah. Alright. And then, uh, I think that's a good spot to call Act 1, though. Yield 1.
Hey guys, just a quick break from the episode here to let you know that our Truth of the Week is, as always, over on our TikTok, at ScarabyPod. Alright, back to the episode. when you told me to start recording, so I'm going to start recording. But I can't start until he's here. We'll see if any of this stays on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Potato time. <laughs> you told me to start. Well, you shouldn't have done my <laughs> figure it out. You're recording. So, Act 2 starts with the camera just covered black. Um, Joseph says, you know, four years ago, I was talking to a co-worker about my slow internet. And he said, maybe it's because your browser is full. I don't know if that's how that works. It's not at all, and that's why I think I hated this scene, because it was such a flimsy lie. I mean, maybe it's on purpose. Maybe in 2013 that's how the internet worked. (laughs) Not anymore. Maybe it's on purpose. Maybe he's like... I think it is, because he's just a shitty guy who's just gaslighting the fuck out of him. can't stop saying gaslight. (laughs) Or ye old. (laughs) Ye old gaslight. So... He says, you know, maybe your browser's full. Uh, He goes home and goes through his internet history, and he found a bunch of furry porn. Uh, We've all been married, I get it. And... (laughs) No. Oh. (laughs) That explains the fursuit. Moving on! (laughs) Uh, Wolf Wolf. Um, Peach Buds. So, yeah, he finds a bunch of furry porn... Um, he even says uh, bestiality, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he says, only me and my wife use that computer. And I wasn't looking at animal porn. Well, obviously he was. <laughs> he's a fucking liar. So, uh, his wife... Yeah, that's good. We could go. <laughs> his wife denied it. Um, but he knew it was her. <laughs> I can't. I can't keep going when you do that. That's my favorite. So yeah, his wife denies it was her, but he knew it was her. Uh, And they kind of began to drift apart over this lie. So one weekend he was like, let's go up to the cabin. Let's let's spend a weekend at the cabin. This is the cabin that he is now in with Aaron. Yeah. And then he, uh, quote unquote, gets called back to work. But he actually didn't get called back to work. He left. What? He went to a dollar store, <gasps> found the peach fuzz mask. What? And broke in the back door with the mask. Um, he found his wife asleep in bed. I want to stop you for a second, because I definitely didn't put this together. This is maybe the third time I watched this movie. Because in the beginning he says he bought the, the song was Peach Fuzz from his dad. Yep. And now the story has changed. Yeah, that, he's that, bottom. I didn't catch that at all, to be honest. That's what he says to Aaron. Uh, I lied about peach fuzz. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. I guess I was misinterpreting gotcha. of what he meant by yeah. the lie. Yeah, he bought the mask, broke in, uh, found his wife sleeping, tied her up, and uh, they had 
to quote, ravenous, animalistic sexual intercourse. What an awkward quote. Uh, I, I don't bang my wife like a wolf. She had never seemed so happy, according to him. I get it. Then he left with her tied up. Take me, Dad. Came back as himself the next day and said, How was your night? She said, It was fine, with a casual smile. Uh, it was fine. The worst sentence ever uttered. So they, they went home, and in the next weeks, they never talked about it, and the internet started to become faster again. I really hate that line. It's so bad. My internet got faster because I done banging my wife. And then he says, uh, Aaron, I raped my own wife. That's a pretty heavy sentence to, yeah. to throw out there. Yeah, you just drop that, like, like wow. You go fuck yourself. Uh, and then we, we cut away from there. We cut to Joseph talking to the camera. The camera is quote-unquote back on now. Um, they took the lens off. And he's talking to his kid, and he says, you know, this is me, this is who I was. Um, and... He's talking to Buddy. Yeah, he's talking to Buddy, just saying, you know, like, I, I'm sorry I'm not there, pretty much. Uh, and then Aaron quickly is getting up, going to leave. This is where he can't find his keys. Right. Now we're back to where we already talked about. And then he, uh, like, goes into a separate room to look for the keys. Okay. And... Uh, to, to reset the stage, camera's still on the table, pointing at Joseph. Aaron is walking around. He's he's off screen, looking for his keys, and Joseph's just kind of maybe it's in here, maybe it's in yeah. there. And then uh, Joseph, you know, it's just somehow out of the blue, has this random thought. And he goes, uh, "Aaron, did did my rape story creep you out?" I'm no, not... no. So then. Uh, Joseph gets up and he's saying, you know, like, just stay the night, sleep sleep in the guest room. Uh, there's going to be more light in the morning because there's windows everywhere. You'll be able to find the keys then. I, I want to slightly go back because I really hate his reasoning. He's like, this house is dark. Yeah. And what was the other thing he said? Um, It'll be flooded with light tomorrow. There was something else he said that was a bad reasoning of why he couldn't find his keys. I can't remember what it was, was it now. He's drunk? Yeah, yeah, it was. He was, the house is dark and you're intoxicated. Tomorrow the house will be flooded with light and you'll be sober. And they get like chest to chest, like almost yelling at each other. Super weird. Aaron's like, Joseph, I need to leave now. Uh, and Joseph's like, you know, it, it's going to be dangerous driving down the, the mountain. You're drunk. You can't find your keys. Stay the night. I have plenty of space. And eventually, Aaron... He calms down, yeah. like, really abruptly. Aaron kind of just stares at him, and Joseph goes, I'm sorry for raising my voice. And then we cut to Joseph sitting back at the table, and Aaron is pouring two more drinks. And he's like, you know what? The road was probably dangerous at night. I'll stand him. I really like Joseph in the scene, because it's almost a look at, like, this aggressive personality you haven't seen yet, but just from the name of the movie and everything else, you're like, you can see it's there. Yeah. And then Aaron's almost this really weird turn where it's like, you know what? You are my friend. And they, they seem super chummy. Yeah, and then um, Joseph is kind of like turned away from Aaron, like almost back to him. Uh, and we see Aaron pouring two drinks. 
Uh, and then we see him slip something into one of the cups. You do. Uh, uh, very, again, like this This camera does not move in the scene, so it's yeah. not like a zoom in, but it's very sly. Like, yeah. I didn't catch it. I, I remember on my first watch, I did not catch this wow, at all. really? Not until after, a little later, I guess. We'll okay. Leave yeah. that. So, then they bring the, the glasses back to the table. Joseph's glass is pretty full. He's like, oh shit. Right. It's a big one. The big boy. And he says, uh, Aaron says, bottoms up. Joseph does the whole thing. It's like and it, it's like a really big discrepancy because Joseph's got like a triple shot, and Aaron has this like little baby shot. He has like what I have in my glass, like half a shot. Um, banger audio, since everybody can see that you giant piece of shit. Shut up, fuck man. Who's that? There's nobody listening. Brian, fuck you. Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> we'll hear this in a month when he finally listens. Ooh. Call it up. Bang your brother audio. <laughs> so yeah, they, they drink the whole things right at once. And then Joseph goes, I'm I'm gonna redo my, my final final goodbye. Uh my final take. I don't think we hit all that really well, because like kind of the whole time when Aaron's trying to leave, he's like, I really want to do this take again. Yeah. Of his farewell to Buddy. Yeah. Um and so he, he tries to redo it, but he keeps noticing a weird flavor. In his mouth, and he's like, did, did that shot taste weird to you? And he's kind of like licking his lips. Really? His teeth. Almost over the top pointing it yeah, out. Kind of like, almost like, I know you did something. With, yeah. Like, I actually really like the, that part of it. Again, I really like Joseph. I don't like Aaron. Which is interesting. That, that you, I mean, I liked Joseph more than Aaron too. It's weird that we like the antagonist more than the protagonist in these movies. Oh, I don't think so, because he is clearly the character who's. I was gonna say, I guess he's the main character. He, he is, 100%. And the second one, which I can't wait to talk about, like, he is the main character by a, a long shot. Uh, but in this one, it's really... Aaron's just a pretty unlikable, I would say, because yeah. he's just there to do this job. He took this job, it's whatever. He's almost just doing this because he feels bad. While you have Air, uh, Joseph, who is... The dying, rich, whatever, creepy guy the whole time, and even though he's kind of fucking weird, you're really siding with him the whole time. I guess a good word for it is eccentric. Best word to put it is he's very eccentric, and Aaron's almost just an asshole. Yeah. He, and the longer the movie goes on, I, I would say the more you dislike Aaron. I agree. More than anybody. Because there's still quite a bit left in the movie. We're probably like halfway through. Maybe a little more? I would more? say even less, to be honest. I think a little more. We're right around halfway, I'd say. Sure. But there is a lot more to go through where Aaron just becomes completely unlikable. Yeah. But, and so, sorry. Yeah, we, we cut now to uh, just a shot of Joseph passed out asleep on, is it the... It's the, this like, fireplace. The fireplace? Yeah. yeah the there's fire like fire. that little ledge where the logs go in. Yeah. He's just asleep in front of that for... Really no explainable reasons. Um, and then Aaron accidentally gets the camera too close to his face. Uh, and Joseph, like, startles awake and he goes, Why would you do that? Aaron! And then he falls back asleep. This whole scene is super weird, by the way. But I'm, I'm just gonna let you run. Yeah. So, and then Aaron gets him back to sleep and records Joseph having a dream of uh, <clears throat> Peach Fuzz. And uh, he starts touching himself. <laughs> you 
your physical stance when you said that was so uncomfortable. I, I didn't like the scene. It's super awkward, but I kind of loved it. To see this this grown man going, mm, he's, he's got his hand in his pants. Yeah. But like knowing what happens later, it's like, man, was he just fucking with him? Right, and I I do think that he's just fucking with him, and I'll get to why in a second here. I agree, and I want to talk about it. So Joseph, um, while he's asleep, says, "I love you so much." Um, and I, I'm sorry. And I assume he's talking to Aaron when he says that. And then he like falls deeper into sleep. Uh, Aaron reaches into Joseph's jacket pocket. Super slow, by the way. Yeah. Like he's like clearly sneaky. Yeah. And he put the camera down so you can watch the scene essentially. And, and at this point, he's like kind of saying Joseph, like trying to see if he's awake. He's snoring at this point. He says Joseph. He starts snoring louder, which makes me think he's fucking with him right yeah, now. Yeah, hundred percent. And it definitely becomes more clear, but there's one hit I don't want to hit on quite yet of why I don't like this scene. Okay. So he he unzips one jacket pocket and finds Joseph's phone, uh, and then he goes to reach to the other side, then the phone just conveniently rings for the first time all day. Not the reason I don't like this scene. Actually, uh, I really like what happens because of the phone ringing. Yeah. But not, okay, just keep going. I'll, okay. I'll tell you why I don't like the sleeping scene. So Aaron uh, moves very quickly away from Joseph, and he for some reason grabs the camera. And answers the phone. And answers the phone. Super weird. Like, why would you answer this guy's phone? Yeah, so he, he goes into the bathroom and keeps all the lights off. He's sitting, like, on the ground. I think he's, like, like in the, the tub of, uh, like, a standing shower. Like it, it was, I was gonna say it's like the the wall of the bathtub, like yeah, something. Yeah, he's sitting on the ledge, pretty much. Yeah, very um, awkwardly, and he's like whisper, angry whispering the whole time. Yeah, he's a whispery up. Yeah, hello, who is this? Yeah, so um, I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> so uh, Angela is on the phone, Joseph's wife, and Aaron's like uh, played by Mark Duplass, real real wife, mm-hmm. by the way. Also, that lady in the re- in the league. The Reds. The Reds. I don't know where the Reds came from. <laughs> so uh, Aaron's like, um, you know, it, this is Aaron, and she goes, "Who?" Which I don't know why she would know his name. So that's a little weird line. The the whole scene is like pretty poorly set up. It's like, why would he? She know him? Why would he answer the phone? Yeah. Any of this doesn't make sense. And so he's like, "I'm I'm the guy that your husband hired uh, to come up and film him for your kid. You know, because c- of the cancer is pretty much what he says." Yep. And she's like, where are you? And he says, I'm at your, your cabin in Crestline. Uh, and she's like, um, I'm going to recommend you leave the house right now. Just, just leave. And he's like, what's going on? And she goes, nothing. You just need to leave. Am I in danger? Yeah. Uh, he says, I, lady, I'm trying to leave. I can't find my keys. And Angela says, what's the address? I'll send a car here. I'll come pick you up, I think is what she says. No. No, okay. No. So she says, I need you to tell me the address, and then I need you to start walking. Don't stop. Yep. And and he goes, am I in danger? And Angela says, uh, you know, my brother has problems. And he goes, your brother? Super intense scene. I really like this scene. Such good pacing. Like, like the, it starts off a little sloppy, and then they just kick it yeah, in the high they, they intro to it is garbage, but the scene itself is fantastic. And, and she, she just... My brother has problems. And he's like, he's not your husband? So this is where you're like, holy shit. Okay, so now you, like, again, title, 
yep. trailer, everything. You know this is all a fucked up situation. But this is where you're like, oh shit, this is going down. And she just keeps saying, you need to leave. Get out. Now. You get need out to get of this out house. ASAP. And then her voice starts cutting out, and the call drops. For raisins. Um, then Aaron says, fuck. Gets up to leave, opens the door of the bathroom. Surprise, surprise. Joseph is not there anymore. This is where I hate the camera. This is where I really noticed it. Because he's walking out, he's ready to, he's like walking to leave. Yeah. And he, and you can see it very clearly. He's not, the Joseph is not there anymore on the fireplace. And he zips to the fireplace like you would if, in a point of view shot. It's like, I'm looking and then yeah. zoom to this. As opposed to like, if I'm holding a camera, I'm not holding it to my eye to my head to zoom over. I'm just holding camera and I look over. So I think it's kind of like he's got tunnel vision. So he's just going and then his whole body kind of feels something is off. I I don't like it. It, it doesn't, it felt really unrealistic and literally pulled me out of the movie. It's super I, disjointed. Right here is where I was like, I was super sucked in. I was like, holy shit, I, I fucking I forgot how much I love this movie. And that zoom, that zip yeah. felt so bad. It's very paranormal activity. Um, fuck it. I haven't seen it in fuck it. <laughs> fuck it and it's paranormal ass. And then we go through an amazingly tense scene of Joseph slow or sorry, not Joseph, of Aaron uh, slowly creeping through the house, like almost sweeping it, like leaning through the doorways. Super looking, good. Looking in every single room, trying to find out where Joseph is. Again, it feels very point of view, but he is you can feel how, and there's no music. It's just the, no sound, undertone. Of the sound of the house. Yeah. It is very unnerving. Yes. But and, very good. And so he gets, it's like he goes back upstairs almost to like a balcony. I don't remember, to be honest. I know he's upstairs. Well, is he, so I, th- I think he's already upstairs. I think it's almost in the same room where he was sleeping. Yeah, no, he's upstairs, but he goes down and then back up. Yeah, okay, yes, yes, he does. So uh, he, he goes out to like a, a balcony, like a, a patio, and he's kind of looking around, and then jump scare, Joseph is right there. Again. Just just standing right there. Uh, weird look on his face, uh, and then he says, uh, Death. It's coming, and there's nothing we can do. And then he says, I don't want to die, and he starts crying and, like, leans on air and starts crying on it. And Seems like he's, like, almost out of it still yeah. from, like, maybe a sleepwalking. It's a really weird feel. And this whole time, Aaron is just saying, I know. And it's, like, partially you could be, like, he might be saying, like, I feel your pain, or also, like, I know what the fuck is going on. Right. And then he, he eventually kind of, like, pushes Joseph off him, and he goes... I know what's actually going on here. I really like that, because it's the first I know, it's just like, I'm comforting you. And then the second one is just like, I fucking know. Yeah, it's a little more like, Joseph, I know. He's like, I'm Italian Joe. I'm Meatball (laughs) Joe. Hey, yo, I fucking know what's going on. You don't call my fucking pizza shop and order 30 Joes. (laughs) So, then he says, I know what's actually going on here. I know that you're troubled. And I am willing to help you. Still being the good guy. You know, I'm not mad, but I want my keys. And then Joseph is just staring at Aaron the whole time, like, kind of like, fuck. Um, 
See, I, I don't know if I agree. It's like a uh, like a fuck, but more like uh, he almost enjoys it. I feel like. Okay, like he meant for it to happen. I think so. Okay. That was my feel because the farther you get into both of these movies, you can see that the thing this guy loves is the control of these yeah. situations, and I feel like he's just like, yes, I've got it. And that so, was my take of that scene. Um, he's kind of, they're kind of just staring at each other, and then Aaron goes, I talked to Angela, man. And Joseph just books it inside and downstairs. And just excited runs again. He just runs away. I wouldn't even say it's excited. Like, he looks distraught. It, that's point. true. Like, his face is definitely like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But his movements are... <laughs> yeah, he, he does the same run. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Aaron slowly follows downstairs... And uh, we see Joseph blocking the front door wearing the peach fuzz mask. Um, I hate this scene. Fucking great shot, though, of, like, turning the corner and he's just there. Yep. Arms out. It's not a jump. It's not anything other than, you're not fucking leaving this house. He is arms spread, spread eagle in this mask. You're not getting out this door. And yeah, it's super dumb, but it's so eerie when you see it. Like I like the intro to the scene. I hate what happens. In the so scene. this this whole setup of this scene, from the phone call to here, super good building the tension. He's disturbed. This shit's fucked up. Yeah. I need to get out of this house. And Aaron's trying to reason with Joseph. He says, uh, "You know, are you gonna let me go?" And Joseph shakes his head. In uh, the peach fudge, peace, peach fuzz mask. You know what? I wasn't gonna do this. I'm gonna call him Peach Fuzz. When right. I see him. Perfect. So Aaron asks if. If he's going to let me go, Peach Fuzz shakes his head. Aaron asks if if Peach Fuzz is trying to scare him. Peach Fuzz nods. Uh, and Aaron says, you know, well, I'm terrified, man. You're doing it. And Peach Fuzz starts growling. And also grinding. He's rubbing yeah, he's his like, ass. Hips are slammed back and forth. He's straight rubbing his ass on the door. Uh, it's very awkward. And then Aaron pretty much just says, fuck it, and runs at him, runs at the door, uh, cut to black. I love the cut to black. Me too. Uh, I I was very uh, reluctant to see a full-fed, full-fledged fight scene, and I was very happy that there wasn't one. There's, there's just sounds of violence, and then that's it. Super good. Act two done? Act two done. camera digging looking at the camera his his uh shovel piles are really poor yeah. he gets like a half a shovel of dirt out it, each it's time. it's really like they told us we can't dig on our set <laughs> <laughs> there was no set he was just digging in illegal parks um and then he i don't know if you saw this he actually spits on the ground he does like, i think that's like, on purpose like an angry spit well yeah it's obviously like okay when you spit on somebody like, uh, disrespectful. Yeah. The, the vibe I got. I don't think you can respect this, but I'm sorry. Um. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a sexy spit. I don't think it's respectful, but you get it. Yeah, and then the, the video pauses, 
and we pull back and it's a TV, like a TV being filmed. And Aaron says, after the fight, uh, Joseph just ran off into the woods and Aaron dipped out and he got the car towed back to his house. Super weird, but like a very good lip service. Yeah. Like it, we don't see any of it, but he just says this is what happened. Yeah. And it's pretty believable because Joseph has just run off before. Yeah. So it's like, all right, he got bested or didn't get what he wanted and ran away. Then a few days later, Aaron got this in the mail, which means Joseph knows where he lives. It's a... And he even says, like, oh, good, he has my address. Yeah, and it's a, it's a DVD. And he basically says, you know, I, I don't know if Joseph is actually, like, digging a grave or just pretending to dig a grave. He said something along the lines of, I don't I didn't know how to interpret this. Because yeah. the, the three bags very much seem like it's supposed to be a body yeah. and the, obviously a grave being done. And then Aaron says, you know what? Fuck it. Takes the DVD out, throws it in the trash, and says, that's it. Good call. But that's then, what you should do. Then we cut to that night with Aaron turning the camera on in bed, and he goes, maybe that's not it. <laughs> Great line. I love that. It is. That is actually fantastic. Um, he's been having crazy dreams about Joseph and Aaron at the Heart Rock, but it's a hot tub, and they're both wearing peach fuzz masks, but Aaron's is a baby peach fuzz mask. I really hate this explanation, and I don't know where it comes from. Um, they're, they're drinking wine, and then Joseph pours the wine over Aaron's mask, and Aaron looks down and sees that he's actually a baby uh, getting a tubby from Joseph. Of course. Uh, and then the water turns to blood. What the fuck? Yeah, there, there's no real payoff to this. It's just it's a like, fever dream. I guess. I really don't like the explanation or why they're going over it. It doesn't make that much sense. I guess it's kind of just like, I'm rec I'm talking to the camera, like, this is my... Yeah, maybe it's just to keep his story going. Yeah, he's like... Because now at the point, like, at first I felt like when we introduced Aaron, it was, this is just a job, I have a camera. Now yeah. it's like, okay, the camera's my life. Anytime I have a weird shit, I, I have the camera pointed at me. Yeah. It, it's almost a turn, which is why I really don't like this character. And then we, we cut to the next day uh, in the morning where there's a big fucking package at Aaron's door. Like is the, it the next day? Do we know it's the next it's day? The, it's that morning. Is it? Okay. Uh, I mean, I assume so. I just got the vibe of in the near future, I guess. I didn't feel it was the next day specifically. I, th I think it's the next day because of something he says a little while later. Okay. Um, so he just says, well, there's no return address, so I know who it's from. And he's filming it, like, through his door. He's very yeah. trepidatious of this package. He's Ooh, just... Good word. <laughs> yep. I graduated high school. <laughs> maybe someday word. you will. <laughs> uh, One point, baby. Baby. But he's very, like, standoffish to dumb it down for yeah. our scarapist of this package. And then he basically just says, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna open it. He, fuck it, he brings it in. So he brings it into the house, and I really like this. He kicks it and then slaps the top of he it. He does. To just, make sure nothing's gonna, like, rustle around. Yeah, it's like, it's not alive, it's not ticking. It's not Joseph. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, because I think we, like, I definitely, whenever you watch this, I got the feels like, does Joseph come out of this? Yeah, I mean... I forgot. A, it is a big box. It is. It's a full... Like, you could fit a person in here, which I think is the point yeah. of him trying to creep him out. Definitely. Really good feels and, like, 
not for Aaron, not for Joseph, just scared feels it gives you. And so he opens the box, and inside he finds a knife and a DVD. And it's a weird knife. So, for those of you that know the types of knives, it is a, a white-handled Santuku knife. Uh, I just thought strange. it was a kitchen knife. Also, what's a DVD? Um, okay. How do I explain this to an old fuck? Uh, floppy disk? Nailed it. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a, a knife and a DVD in it. The DVD opens, uh, it, it says play me, first of all. Yeah, super uh, creepy. It opens with Joseph holding the camera out, and he apologizes for the last DVD, uh, which is the grave. And then he says, but it wasn't all my fault because Aaron, you drugged me. I wasn't in my right mind. Love it. Because this is where you find out, well, okay, go a little farther. Than so yeah, he but. says, I found the empty Benadryl bottle. There it is. Uh, I really like this scene because, like I said, I totally forgot about this, and I did not catch what he did exactly. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he drugged him with Benadryl. That was his point. Which, and you know what? You can't really now, do. Now I'm wondering why he had powdered Benadryl. That's my problem with this scene. Was he intending to drug Joseph from the beginning? I don't think so. I think it's just bad writing, to be honest. Okay. Because he pours him the large glass. So he's obviously trying to cover up what he's put in his drink. But Benadryl doesn't just dissolve, and you can't just grind it up. Like, unless he had it pre-ground, like you said, there's yeah. there's no sense to it. And then, kind of moving past that into the future scenes of the past, because <laughs> we're the X-Men, apparently. <laughs> um, so he got drugged with Benadryl, he yeah. knew he did, he took the drink. But he, sti- he still pretended he was asleep. So either A, it has no effect, which may be the case. It doesn't ha- doesn't hit everybody the same. Like, I could take a thousand Benadryl and it won't hit me. Same. But some people will sniff Benadryl and be out for three three hours. Three eons. Three eon hours. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I don't really like the story behind it because it doesn't make a lot of sense. But I like the idea of it. Sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. So... And then uh, Joseph says, you know, there's there's a third element to this package you've got. And if you haven't found it yet, press press pause uh, because it's important. I really like the press pause. It's, it's like, a, I'll give you a, time, it's like a, a YouTuber. He's like, Stop this video if you haven't pressed the like button. Stab that like button. Let's go. Um, so, yeah, Aaron presses pause, digs in the, in the package, which uh, he kind of, kind of just throws his hands in. It was me. I'm just turning the package over and dumping it. Right. Because this man for sure put, like, dirty needles in this Exactly. It, like, this is a large moving box. So yeah. far, it's only been a knife and the DVD. Yeah. And nothing else. So, what does he get after? So, he finds a uh, a plush wolf, like, toy, pretty much, right? Like, a stuffed animal. Yeah, it's like a... They call it, a little later, I guess, is like a baby yeah. So it's like a wolf pup. Yeah. And then uh, he holds it up, presses play again, and then Joseph says, you know, I, I love wolves because they they love hard, but they don't know how to express it. And oftentimes they kill what they love. Uh, and he says, this little wolf was so cute that it, it just reminded me of you, Aaron, and I want you to embrace your inner wolf. And like throwing back to Peach Fuzz's wolf, yeah, he's giving the baby wolf, 
he said earlier on he said you've got a little peach fuzz in you like really playing on and it almost seems like he really likes this guy but he's still gonna murder this guy I don't he, know he why he definitely likes him right uh, they definitely get more into that later but he, we get into it right now actually hit it <laughs> so uh, Joseph says you know enjoy the wolf and enjoy the knife because if you stick a knife in something and dig around inside what you find is beautiful and there's a surprise in this wolf for you Aaron I forgot about and then he says see you soon buddy and the video ends and then Aaron looks at the wolf picks up the knife stabs the wolf before we get too much farther than that could we really appreciate the see you soon buddy Mm -hmm. super super offhanded just like a almost like saying bye but purposely saying see you soon uh I like the buddy part because that was his Mm -hmm. kid his made up kid oh it, like it's almost it's like you're you're my boy blue Damn. like it's really undertoned yeah i, I didn't even because he says that. it a couple of times from here on i believe he calls him buddy a few times maybe um but i really like that scene for that line the the rest of the scene is fucking awkward as shit. yeah so aaron awkwardly cuts through the the wolf and he finds a, a heart-shaped locket necklace. And he opens it, and there's uh, pictures of Joseph and Aaron, and carved on the outside is J plus A. What he put on the rocks. And then Aaron says, it's time to call the cops. Yep. So, now, phone call with cops. Yeah, he, he calls the, the cops while he's like, bolting his lock. I think he's changing the locks, He's right? changing the locks, and he's, like, kind of pacing in his house, yeah. almost. And so, Aaron's on the phone, um, and this is where we learn that he actually has, like, zero info on Joseph, for sure. Like, he goes, I don't know his last name, don't know the address. Which I really like. It's just like, man, this guy is just haunting my yeah. life, and I didn't even take the time to learn anything about him. He says, you know, like, I... The cabin isn't even his. It's a fucking cheap rental. He looked it up. He's like, yep, it was just a rental cabin. I don't know his last name. Don't know his name. Don't know his phone number. I don't know shit he about him. He doesn't know anything. And, and Which, didn't he call him? He should have a phone number, right? Because um, he does call him in the probably beginning. Probably a burner phone. Like, agreed, but he should have something to give him. I mean, I'm, I'm sure, you know, multiple takes. They probably said that. And Fair enough. Just left it out. So, uh, he can't report him. And the cop basically says, you know, can't, we can't do anything. You don't have no information. And Aaron goes, oh, I'm sure I'll be sleeping soundly tonight. And hangs up. Super pissed at the cops. And it's like, man, like, you I fucked get, yourself. I get both. both oh, sides. 100%. Like, the cops can't do anything. And I get why Aaron is mad they can't do anything. Right. I, I get it 100%. But also, if this is your life where you meet people on Craigslist, Craigslist. <laughs> that's like. Damn. That's a business right there. <laughs> Craigslist. Yeah. We're going to pick up people is named it, Craig is, exclusively. I was going to say, is it like a moving company where all the guys are named Craig? Uh-huh. <laughs> Lift me, brother. Uh, so then we cut to Aaron in bed. Uh, he's still having nightmares almost the exact same. Uh, just slight differences. Then he hears a noise outside, uh, kind of like, is quiet for a second. Uh, I didn't get this. My wife pointed this out to me. The first noise he hears is like a sniff in his house, like like somebody breathing. 
Oh. It's super good and really quiet. Oh, I thought it was like a rustle. No, that's the second noise. The first oh. one is like in his room almost, it feels like. Like at the window. I rewound it to watch it again. Very subtle, but oh. really good. I really like this scene because of it. I hate, I didn't get it the first time. Interesting. Watching it again, I was like, oh man, this is really good. So yeah, he hears what now I'm going to call a sniff. Mm -hmm. And then he pauses for a second, looks around. Goes he, back. Goes back to talk. Yep. He says, um, this time the, the hot tub had retractable spikes. And when you sit down, they push up. And then this is when we're interrupted by the louder noise, which yes. is like a bang it, on a wall or something. Something very which, clearly in the apartment. No, I don't think it is. I think it's something well, we actually, later. You're right, you're right. Uh, so, uh, at the time, unknown bang. Right. And Aaron goes, okay, fuck this. Gets up, starts turning on all the lights. He's just saying, lights, 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 I lights. really hate it. Lights, lights, lights. And he's just walking around. I don't know, I think lights. he's that panicked. I just, get I've gotta, what they're... i got to say something so it's not just silence. I get what they're going for. I just hate it. Because I think it's... I would never walk around and go, okay, lights, lights, lights. I'd be like, alright. Fuck this! I'm gonna get my knife. Which he does. In my he, head. he grabs the knife. He does. Uh, the knife that Joseph gave him. Uh huh. Which I is don't know why he grabbed that. That specifically. Probably had it on the table. But I guess. I mean, also it's a nice little form of like, even if Joseph isn't there, Joseph is affecting him. It is. It, he is, and, and really almost, good scene. I just don't like him walking around saying lights. Almost like Joseph gave him a knife to protect himself from him. Uh, he did. I think. Like, 100%, that was the plan. And and I'm kind of merging one and two, so I don't want to go too far into it. But he really gives off, like, a, I'm here to help you while I'm here to kill yeah. you vibe. Um, so I, I think 100% he gave it to protect him. And so... But only if he can do it right. Aaron is standing in, like, I think the, a dining room, yeah. pretty much. Like he's He's got, like, a one-bedroom apartment. It's yeah. nothing crazy. And there's, like, a... It's the front door behind him, and he's standing in front of it. Actually, sorry to rewind for a second. Sure. I hate to cut you off. Uh, he's definitely in a house. It's, it's probably like a condo. House condo, Ta but he, he has a plot of land because of a scene coming yeah. up very shortly. It's like, I think residential California, I guess. Yeah. All, all the houses are just like jammed next yeah. to each other. Yeah, 100%. Like 100%. So, uh, Aaron's standing... And I have to point out that he is blocking the view of the doorway. Mm -hmm. uh, he's standing with his back to the door, looking around the house. He's saying, you know, if anyone's here, I want you to know I have a knife. Uh, and then after a pause, he goes, Joseph, are you here? He's he's trying to be, you know, stand-up guy, stand-up for himself. and But he's scared. You can yeah. feel it. And then uh, Aaron... Like walks to check some rooms in the house. Now and he's we see, out of sight. We see Joseph was standing behind him in the doorway. I love this scene. So good. It's really because he's just—he's not doing anything. He's just standing. He's—he's he's got like a big smile on his face. He loves what's going on right now. And then he's just watching this guy. It's about fifteen seconds of just the camera looking at Joseph in the doorway, and then he just quickly ducks down. Uh huh. Which I fucking love that. It doesn't even feel like, oh, you would have seen him. It's like, holy shit, this guy, he drops. Yeah. It's instant. It's super good. And so Aaron re-enters the frame, and he gets to the camera, and then he's like, what the fuck? He's just like, confused. Like, out of the corner of his eye almost, he might have saw something move, and he's like, don't like that. And then he stupidly goes outside, 
Uh, just horror movie logic at that point. Yeah, I don't like what he does, but I get why he does it. So he, he goes outside, um, and he, he hears some rustling coming from, like, down this side path, which I guess is, like, an alleyway. It's, like, his alley to yeah. his yard is, like, why why I say it's not an apartment, it's, yeah. like, a little condo or house or something. Because he walks to, like, his backyard almost. Yeah, he, he walks down this really narrow, like, concrete path, and he's saying, like, Joseph, is that you? Are you here? He's freaked the fuck like, out. Clearly, at this point, he's like, this has to be Joseph. You're right. fucking murdering me. Like, he, he understands this guy's a fucking problem. And so, yeah, he's just walking slowly through this hallway, calling out to Joseph. He gets to the end, and it kind of opens up a little bit, and we see a trash can tipped over. That's the noise from before. Yep. And, uh, you're right. I did yeah. forget about the trash can. And he just says, fucking raccoons. And the trash can's tipped over. There's like... There's trash Dirt, like laid out. Yeah, just kind of sprawled out. Yeah, and then he faded black. Yep. Uh, love the. I love this scene overall. Because I thought it was going to go a totally different direction. Well, uh, let's see what you think about this next part of the same I scene. I already know. Uh, so the, the camera turns back on. Aaron is still asleep. Uh, so it wasn't him. Camera gets picked up. It moves close to his face to see that he's still sleeping. Down his body. And then back to the counter. We see Joseph reach out and cut off a lock of Aaron's hair. Very awkwardly, I I don't hate this scene, but I don't love it either. I like that it's super creepy, yeah. but other than that, it's just like, yeah, it's a little over the top. Uh, if they just went to the next scene, I think it would have been better. Yeah, and then we, we cut to morning a few days later. Uh, Aaron is standing... Um, like in his bedroom, and he says, you know, nothing's happened for a few days um, until right fucking now. And then he finds on his, like, bedroom windowsill the mesh screen has been, like, cut open and there's a DVD laying inside. So to, like, preface, he has bars on his window yeah. and a mesh screen and in between both uh, Joseph has stuck a DVD up facing him that says my last my, uh, message or something. My, my last video. That's it. And um, it's about three inches away from his head right. where he sleeps. So, yeah, right next to him where you're thinking, holy shit, Joseph's been around his yeah. house. But the scene before prefaces that, like, oh, he's just fucking with you. He's been in your house. But Aaron never sees that. Right. As Which, far as we know. I don't like because this guy is recording all the time apparently now and doesn't watch his video at all. Yeah. Because he's obviously recording himself multiple times overnight and recording his dreams and then Timmy wakes up, but he doesn't watch any of it. He just lets it run, which I don't really get, but maybe there's just something I was missing. the video and we see Joseph say you know Aaron I get throwing away the DVD but then he holds up the necklace and he says this was harder to accept um, you know th this hurt me I, I made this for you um, and it, it you know I have to admit it made me have some wrong and inappropriate thoughts about what I wanted to do to you and, and to me Again, really giving you the feel of, like, 
man, this guy's a fucking weirdo, but I get it. Like, yeah, he's just, he's hurt, but he hasn't done anything really over the line, but also super over the line. Yeah, it's... So, it's really teetering that. Yeah, and, and he says, you know, I had those thoughts and it, it scared me, but then it made me think, and I realized, you're right. We're not friends. Our whole relationship was made on, on lies that I made up. And I, I just, I need to be honest with you so we can get some closure and end this. Um, and then we get into kind of a long Joseph monologue. So Zach, fire off some ha-has before I talk. I got nothing, hit it. <laughs> so Joseph says, you know, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I, my whole life, I've just always pretended. And I thought, you know, I'm good at it. So I, I dove into acting. I tried to get into it. But it just didn't work because it wasn't real. I need it to be real. Um, you know, I, I went to doctors, and some of them thought he was crazy. Some of them didn't. Uh, some of them gave meds. So, some of them gave him medicine. Didn't work. Um, now he's he's just alone. He just needs someone to talk to, and he's burned all of his bridges. He has nobody, and he's just hoping that. Aaron is kind enough to to see past everything that's happened and just give him a chance to talk to him. He, he says, I'll be at this lake, and turns the camera to show he's sitting on a bench at the lake that Aaron drove by in the beginning. I want to hit for a second, too. Like, this is almost a... Not even almost. It is a very real mm-hmm. look into Joseph's character. Like, he's staring at the camera just talking. And you get the very real sense of like hey he is lonely he's bearing his soul right exactly Uh, you feel this almost like seeing through the facade right and so aaron uh the the tape is still going joseph says i'll be here at 11 a.m it's a public open place i'm not gonna make you come to my house just i'm i'm hoping that you can come here and and talk to you. Last ditch effort. Like, I just, I want to make this amends. And Aaron turns the camera around to his face, and he says, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Love that reaction. Uh, Cut to black. I know what you're supposed to do with this. And at this point, I was yelling it at the TV. Don't fucking go. Take the DVD to the cops. Uh Uh-huh. Literally anything except for what happens. Like, and then... The camera opens on a shot of the lake uh-huh. with uh, one bench in frame, and he he says, Okay, Joseph, I'm here, but I am filming this, and my phone is set to speed dial 911. He leaves the camera recording in the car. He gets out. Is it in the car? It's, I guess in, it, it's in the car. I couldn't tell where the camera was. It's on the dashboard. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and then he, he leaves the camera behind, and he walks to the bench. And I timed this. We get a minute-long shot of Aaron walking to the bench and sitting down and just kind of sitting there looking at the lake. He just kind of, and he just, like, for a guy who should be terrified, especially of this meeting, yeah, is literally just staring at the lake. Now, I will say, before he sat down, he did kind of look around. He did give a couple of, like, glances, but that was it. Yeah. So, like, and preface into the next scene. And so then... Uh, he's just sitting there for about 45 seconds. Then we see a shadow start to kind of appear, right? And then Joseph wearing a, a trench coat 
I like I don't even see the shadow. It's just Joseph walks up in the There's shadow. There's definitely a shadow. There is, but it's insignificant, I feel sure. like. Sure. So Joseph appears in frame, and you see the blade of the axe from the beginning drop to his feet. Mm-hmm. Super good. And he puts on the peach fuzz mask. I don't like that again. Then, I wrote this down on purpose, he creeps up behind Darren. And he takes, like, three very distinctive steps. Yeah. And, and then... He, he steadies the axe, swings it behind his head, chops down right onto the back of Aaron's head. And you hear a really good thunk. Solid swing. But, like, alright, hit. You, you've got something to say. So I, I want to say, I frame by frame this bitch. I cannot find where they cut, and I cannot find where Aaron switches to being a dummy. Oh, I don't know. Like, because it is seamless. It, it's really good, but I also just, like, it's almost so anticlimactic of the kill. And I, I think they do that on purpose. I agree. I, at, In the moment of the scene, I was really disappointed. But there's still a little more left in the movie mm-hmm. that makes it feel so much better. And so the ass right into Aaron's head, he kind of, like, slumps over to the side. Joseph s- swings back. Mid-swing, video pauses. No way Aaron didn't hear anything. Because, A, he's standing, I don't know, ten feet behind him. Yeah. Puts on the mask, which he rustled out of this trench coat. Yeah. Steps, very three very distinctive steps forward, and then pulls this axe out to chop him. Like, at any point, you should have heard something and at least looked around yeah. if you're on alert. So the, the video pauses, and the camera rip, whips around. And we see Joseph's face. I love it. And Joseph looks back at the TV that he was recording this on. And he says, it just keeps getting better. Uh, he talks to the camera as if it's Aaron. And he says, Aaron, I I remember the first time I watched this back. And I, I thought, you know what? That was smart. You, you took precautions. You, you filmed it. You had your phone set to call the cops. But why didn't you look behind you? Look, again, just... So many opportunities to do so. He, he just... Why, why didn't you look behind you, Aaron? I don't know if looking would have done any better, because he would have just swung the axe anyway. He, but... he would have had a second to maybe jump off. Yeah, at best. I don't think it would have made that much of a difference, but it just didn't look good, I guess. And then... Joseph talking stuff. He says, and then I, I realized you didn't turn around because you're the greatest person to ever live. <laughs> After everything, you still trusted me. No matter what I did to you, no matter what happened, you still believed that I was good. And that's why I'll always love you. And that's why you'll always be my favorite out of all of them. He says, out of all of them. Love that line so much. So good. Because now you've written, like, movie, trailer, everything. This guy's a piece of shit. This guy's creepy. This guy's a fucking serial killer. Or this guy's a killer, too. This guy's a fucking serial killer. This guy is a serial killer. This is what he does. And he does it, obviously, very well. Again, gaslighting through the whole movie of just controlling. Yep. Like, second watch it and be like, this guy just does a very good job of controlling this situation to his narrative. He's a master. It is so good. And so then... Joseph presses play again, turns around, we get 
uh, just a shot of Aaron's body for about 20 seconds, and then Joseph pops up in front of the car and, like, yells at the camera. Jump scare. And Joseph jump scares himself because Joseph screams. Yes, <laughs> I hated that. I thought that was super lame. I thought it was funny. I don't think it was even a jump scare. Like, I think it was just, like, a him, ra- or, like, a rage moment almost. I don't know. I didn't like it. I thought because that's how the movie fades to black. Animalistic. I guess that that kind of uh, goes back to the whole wolf thing. So and then we get Joseph uh, walking into a room while he's on the phone, and he says his name is Bill, and he says uh, to the person who's on the phone, "All the job requires is a video camera, you, and eight hours of your time." So clearly, not the first yeah. time, not the last and time. And he enters a closet that is full of tapes with names and dates on them. And then he puts Aaron's on display, and we see that Aaron's tape has a heart. Well, so I want to say, like, so there's literally a bunch of VHS and then a stack of DVDs. So, like, this guy's been doing it for a minute. And then he, he doesn't just put Aaron's with the rest. He, like, props it up so he can see... In Sharpie, Aaron with a heart. Yeah, he clearly was attached to this one. And then he, on the phone still, says, All right, see you tomorrow, buddy. Now we're starting again. Cut to black. Really good. That's creep, baby. Like, I love the end of this movie. I would say the buildup, it is 90% buildup, 10% payoff. And And the payoff is so worth it. I think this is, like, on Netflix, it is... Uh, noted under the genre of psychological thriller. 100%. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. What a phenomenal movie. And Especially because a... found footage is such garbage and anybody that likes those movies are trash. Yeah. Me. Yeah. So what, what just picture perfect example, you don't need a Hollywood budget to make a banger movie. It's so good. And so, uh, and literally, there are three characters in this whole movie. And you only see two of them. And one of them's the director... One's the main star, and the third is the main star's wife. Yep. And so, like, if, if I would have seen this, like, now for the first time, I would have assumed it was filmed mid-pandemic, because it's, you know, two people. And, oh man, just, I can't express how much I like this, this movie. So, the uh, second one's even better, in my opinion. As you can tell, uh, th- this is the thing I wanted to touch on, because I think it's really cool, and it really shows the movie. Hit me, baby, one more time. As you can tell, a lot of the movie is improv. Because uh, it feels actually so clunky and awkward. And, and I feel like Mark Duplass is just like, oh, I don't need lines. You can figure so, it out. Uh, what this means is, from an interview with Mark Duplass, he said there's multiple takes of each scene. Um, which, like, multiple different ways the movie goes. And there's actually multiple different endings. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, but none of them have been released. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, yeah, man. I think um, that's the best ending they could have had. I like, don't know what tops that. Maybe Aaron lives, but then there's no no room for a sequel. That sounds awful. I don't want to see Aaron yeah. live. I, the only thing I'm interested in at that point is what is going on with this character. Yeah. What is up with Joseph? Which, explain the last scene to me. He answers the phone. What's he say? So, Joseph answers the phone and he says... Uh, hi, yeah, this is Bill. Okay, that's what I want to make sure before I got too far. Uh, so, just very much alluding, Joseph's probably not even his real name. Yeah. He's clearly done this several times, and he's clearly not stopping doing this. 
this guy is legit just a crazy serial killer. So even that, that scene we talked about where he was bearing his soul could have been fake. None of it real. Like, it's just my assumption. It's the character. It is. He plays this character super well. He knows exactly what he wants out of it. And he fucking destroys it. And so, yeah, I guess this is even more positive, I would say, than Nightmare on Elm Street for us as a review. Absolutely. I like this movie a lot. Like, yeah. Freddy hit me in the feels because it was very nostalgic. This is just a good movie. Yeah. Like, so I guess let's get into it. We can actually maybe uh, get deeper into this than we normally do with our movies. What'd you like? What'd you hate? You know, I spend the whole time telling you what I like and hate about this movie, so I don't know why you ask that question every time. Uh, it's called a natural. Oh. These are terrible every time. <laughs> No, but I think this movie uh, is a lot uh, a better, like, you can pick it apart in certain ways. Very much so. Uh, the build of this movie is insanely fantastic, and the character they built is really good, and it just leaves you wanting more. And yeah. again, I've watched the second one very recently, and I can say that it ends with me wanting more. Like, what is up with this fucking guy? And you actually told me something that I didn't know, which is the third one is in production. That's what, uh, I don't know if it's in production as of yet, but it is in the works. Okay. Like, there is a plan for a third as of recent. Because when, when I was reading um, like interviews of them, Mark Duplass said, uh, we're not going to do a third unless it feels right. I guess maybe we read the same thing, but it seemed like they were heading towards that okay. right feeling. I think there's a plan for a third. As I mean, that's exciting. I would watch it. Uh, yeah, if they can make it good, because between one and two, they're both fantastic movies, and they're both very unique. And, and I can't um, wait to talk about the second one because I love the second yeah, one. Yeah, I guess before I ask my other ending questions, we're doing Creep 2 next week, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I want to watch it again. Anyway. Awesome. Um, I'm so excited. I don't really have a lot negative to say. Again, I didn't really like Aaron. I had no idea he was the director. Yeah. But, like, he didn't hit it for me pretty much since the diner scene. After that, his whole part felt really forced to me. Sure. But it almost made Joseph character Joseph's character so much better. So I actually really liked Aaron up until this recording session when you pointed out all his flaws. There's a um, lot that he just does poorly, I felt like. He really flipped me around. Uh, I'm surprised. I was drunk the whole time. And to be honest, I'm not sure if he directs the second one or not. But I'll I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that. it's a different one, but we'll have to look at that. Um, so... Yeah, I think that, that answers my next question. Are you excited for the sequel? Fuck yes. Absolutely. And I can't wait for a trilogy in the works, I hope. It can't be worse than Jeepers Creepers 3, because that was a giant piece of shit, and I <laughs> love Jeepers Creepers. So, uh, how many Craigslist ads out of 10 are we given Creep 1? If somebody paid me for a Craigslist ad, I would <laughs> give them all the money I have in my pocket to jerk them off in this weird theater of Craigslist. <laughs> I cannot express how much I love this movie. I'm actually gonna give it an 8 out of 10. Um, Oof. Like, so your 8 out of 10 is like a 6 out of 10 for me? Yeah. <laughs> because horror is a garbage genre. Um, I think I rated Paranormal Activity... Not Paranormal Activity. Ooh, I haven't done that yet. Uh, uh, <laughs> Paranormal Investigation. You it French was, fuck. I rated that at a seven, I believe. Good God. Um, what did I rate that at? I don't even fucking I think know. it was a five. That I sounds think right. You five. Five sounds about right. So I'm, I'm gonna go eight because I like this movie a lot more. Okay. Than Paranormal Investigation. I'd give it a six. Okay. 
I like this movie a lot, and I would say, like, preemptively, I'd probably give the next one a seven, because I love kind of the movie start to finish. Okay. The first one's a great intro. The second one is fantastic. I, I feel like they need to be watched back-to-back. They, again, I, I just watched them. I've seen them before. I just yeah. did them back-to-back, because I loved the first one after watching it for the recap. To where I was like, I just want to watch. I stayed up for the extra, like, two hours, and I go to bed early as fuck. Wow. And... I loved it. Like, there's so much more you get from the second viewing, or from the second one, I should say, from to the from the first one, yeah. where it's almost like scene for scene or scenario for scenario, sure. where you just realize this character is like, holy shit, this guy's done this a thousand he, times. He's got a plan that works, and he's sticking. Exactly. Okay, so I'm gonna have to when we review uh, Creep Two. I'm gonna have to watch the first one again before. I would say I think it's worth it. Well, you've probably already seen it, but I mean, uh, I let's uh, creep to Electric Boogaloo this back to the dance floor. <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited for next week. It's it's gonna be a banger. Uh, I'd like to point out: Are we gonna be on Volume Three, Scarapy Notebook? We are. Um, because you're a fucking child. I've got about. 20 pages left, and that's not enough notes for for one movie. So I'm probably going to be on volume three of the Scarabino Baby. Um, and I like to dress up in a costume for every week when Zach opens the door. It got delayed from Amazon. That's why we got Creep 2 next week. Yep, so I can, I can wear the fucking shitty costume. I really hope it's a turtleneck. This guy rocks a turtleneck the whole movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to wrap it up here, guys. Uh, follow us on all the socials TikTok, Instagram, Twitter Facebook Stab that like button baby Stab that like button I also want to say we are gladly accepting monies We are However you want to pay us I don't know how they're set up But if just just DM me and ask me how to give me money <laughs> So uh, if you go to our Instagram specifically And click on the link in the bio It'll bring up all of our other socials And there's also a link to donate to us uh, obviously you don't have to, but, uh, we would love it because <laughs> it will help us make this better. Um, not I mean, better, but Zach, Zach's just going to take all the money. I know this. That but... sounds right. I'll, <laughs> I'll buy more candy if that's what you're going to get. Oh yeah. I already, I already bought a microphone. I don't know what else to do for this. <laughs> but yeah, guys, um, I think this is it. It's been another session of therapy. Cause therapy is too expensive. And our session's up guys. See you next time. Thank you.